The year is 2005. The world is still reeling from having witnessed the hideous conclusion of the Star Wars prequel trilogy, and middle-aged white people everywhere are humming the milquetoast hits of the Black Eyed Peas all day long at their boring but stable desk jobs. It is a strange time. And in the world of professional wrestling, showcasing the strange is often a precursor to a lucrative payday. Enter Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero, two old rivals turned friends, now turned bitter enemies. After a long and storied cruiserweight rivalry in the now-defunct WCW, Mysterio and Guerrero reunited in WWE, this time as partners. But just six weeks after winning Tag Team Gold, the champions found themselves in an unprecedented situation. One that would plant seeds of resentment and ultimately fuel the collapse of their friendship. Rather than defending the tag team belts at WrestleMania, as is tradition, Guerrero and Mysterio were curiously booked to face each other in a kind of novelty gentleman's contest. Mysterio won, and after the match, the two embraced. But for Guerrero, a proud descendant of one of wrestling's most respected families, bitterness smoldered beneath the facade of a mischievous smile. On April 21st, Mysterio and Guerrero lost their championships, and from Guerrero's perspective, it was Ray's fault. A week later, Guerrero abandoned Mysterio in the middle of their title rematch, refusing to tag in and standing by idly while his opponents decimated his partner. A vicious assault followed the next week on SmackDown when Guerrero suplexed his former friend onto a set of steel ring steps. And in the weeks to come, Guerrero made the issue even more personal. Latino Heat revealed to the fans that he had a secret Mysterio did not want them to know. A secret concerning the luchador's young son Dominic. Guerrero then facetiously read from a phony children's book titled Eddie's Bedtime Stories, torturing his former friend before finally announcing that he, and not Mysterio, was Dominic's biological father. Each week on SmackDown, Guerrero would twist the knife a little more, first introducing the attorney he said was going to help him win full custody of Dominic and then bringing in a social worker to award him that custody on live TV. For all these years, Guerrero had remained silent, but he could no longer watch as another man, the man who beat him at WrestleMania, raised the son he had always wanted. Mysterio was predictably devastated, but somehow, through the fog of despair and fury, he hatched a plan to keep his son. By exploiting that same fierce pride that had warped his friend's sense of justice, he laid a trap into which Guerrero could not help but fall. 
Mysterio declared that Guerrero's ploy had nothing to do with a father's love for a son, but instead had everything to do with an insecure man's obsession with power. Trying to earn custody of Dominic was nothing but a cowardly cheap shot taken in desperation because Guerrero couldn't beat Mysterio in a fair fight. And if Guerrero continued with the custody suit, Mysterio promised him that he would never get another opportunity to avenge that bitter defeat. Just as Mysterio had hoped, Guerrero's blood began to boil. And with his former friend blinded by emotion, Mysterio proposed a solution to both of their problems. A winner-takes-all ladder match at SummerSlam. If Eddie wins, he'll simultaneously even the scoreboard and break Mysterio's spirit. But if he loses, he'll trade his rights to custody of Dominic for a caveat to his Hall of Fame legacy that reads, When it mattered most, Rey Mysterio was the better man. It's a blood feud ten years in the making. A dangerous clash of two all-time greats and an incomparable battle of loyalty, family, and heart. Today on... Thoughts on Creed. The movie? The band. <laughs> um hey everyone, welcome back to Getting Personal with Mike. We're talking to Mike Whitman about his love for Creed. What do you think about Creed? Again, it's his love for Creed. What do you think about Creed? I think they were really ahead of their time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that in a hundred years, everyone's going to look back on that era of music and go, oh, well, okay, Creed. Right. Clearly, was clearly the best of us. Now, Mike Whitman uh, with me on the couch here talking about Creed. I agree with that. I think Creed is the best band of yesterday and today and tomorrow. Yeah. Love Creed. I think in terms of songs that wrote songs, lower your voice. It's too loud. Sorry. In terms, in terms of bands that wrote songs about um, arms uh, being open, wide open, potentially wide open. Mm. Creed is uh, really head and shoulders above the rest. Yeah, I liked when Scott Stack, yeah, would put his leg up, one leg up on the monitor. Mm-hmm shirtless yeah shirt well yeah everyone even god could see his nipples his hair flowing in the wind with arms wide open hear it under the sunlight and where do you get taken can you take me higher (laughs) to a place called Iyer 
I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> uh, have you ever seen uh, Scott Stapp's Florida Marlins baseball song? That you no. Hmm. Is it shit house? <laughs> Can you take me higher? My name is Bo. Can you take me higher? Your His name, name is Bo. <laughs> no, what's your name? Oh, my name is Mike. <laughs> and you're listening to Dope It's What wrestling can be. Listen. Can be. So on Instagram, I posted a short clip of us singing while I was editing. Oh, really? And uh, a fellow, I won't say his name, but I know him from the music community. Okay. He commented on the Instagram post and said he hated it when we sang at the beginning of the episodes. So hearing that, I thought, well, that was mean. Why'd you say that? And then I thought, just sing on everyone. <laughs> just sing all the time. Sorry that you're drinking that haterade. Right? That's what I thought. Just coming here. From the music community. And it was a clip that we were just really fucking juicy. I bet. We just hit those notes. I bet. It was going into the gospel thing from last episode or two episodes ago. Because we always touch pitch. Yeah, we touch pitch and get lit. Touch pitch, get lit. Touch pitch, get lit. Touch pitch, get lit. That's what I got tattooed in my lower back. That is. I was there for it. I held your hand. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What are we here? Hey, this is... uh, Hi. What wrestling can be. This is... uh, with our friend Justin Alexander. Oh, episode 15. Yeah. Yeah. It's halfway to 30. Woo! And what 30 is? About 23 away from a full year of shows once a week. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Right? Are We're you We're actually kidding doing me? it. We're doing it. Do- You're doing it, Peter. You're doing it. You're doing it. it. You see it. You're doing it, Peter. Throw all the colorful whipped cream in my face, Peter. Bangarang! Bangarang! Peter! Throw the color juice in her face, Peter! What's going through that brain of yours? <laughs> I'm trying to think of more songs to sing to piss off your friends. <laughs> well, I don't know if he's a friend anymore. One, he moved away to New Orleans. We oh, all know all about oh. New Orleans, but you'll hear next, or in two weeks, you'll hear all about New Orleans. New Orleans. And, and a certain... A certain Jedi. That's right. Yeah, we don't want to spoil <laughs> no, anything. No, we can't spoil yeah, that. We can't spoil mm-hmm. anything. No. But a Jedi master he is. Yeah. Oh, boy, this is yeah, really gimmick steal. infringement. No, you can't, can't. That's his yeah. character. Yeah. You can't take that. We're sorry. Boop. I said his name, but I edited it out. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah, you heard it. Uh, so today's episode is with Justin. Uh, we watched... Uh... <laughs> what did we watch? Slowly, softly, night unfurls its splendor. Hold me, Justin, underneath the moonlight. Yeah, fuck you. The Phantom of the (laughs) Operoise inside my heart. now Now at least we need to, now at least we know... That we need to have singing in every single episode. I'm fo- I'm here for it. For like, this, look at me. For this, do guy. I look like I'm here for it? You're there. Look You're how here for it. Poised I am. It was beautiful too. Your vibrato was right on. 
I love that song so much. We gotta go see Phantom when it we comes do, to Keller. Man, Phantom is the realist. All right, so what are we doing this show? We just did one. Eddie Guerrero. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Eddie versus Ray. Eddie Guerrero Custody versus Ray Mysterio. Summer Slam 2005, I believe. Who cares? Uh, it was a good match, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like starting an improv scene with "What's up?" Mm. It's a good match, you know. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> cool. The match watched Eddie versus Ray. I love this match. Yeah. Yeah, which you can hear all about it later. We had a good time with Justin. We did. He was a blast on the old shit house, but in my shit house. Okay, so usually in these episodes, Mike, you have a question for me. Usually, right? Yeah, usually I do. Do you have one today? Uh, I can't really think of one. Maybe you got one for me. Oh. Can I ask it in your voice, though? Sure. Now it's time to say who you really like. Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you pay to see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler? Uh, Mike. Wow, that was a really good me impression. Thank you. I've been practicing it. Uh Uh-huh. In the mirror. Yeah. To get the right jaw shape. To get the right mic noise. That's extra hard, too, because of that beard. It is. I can't. What I do is I put it in some hair ties just to get it out up so I can see the jawline. Oh, man. You got a weird chin. <laughs> when you did that, I saw your chin. Oh, that's weird. Oh, I don't like that. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's Sarah, weird. You see? That's weird. Look at this, Sarah. It's just my face. Isn't that weird? Oh, it's so tiny. The beard makes it so big. Yeah. Oh, God! Oh, God, I'm in hell! I just turned my oh. face with a real, real ward low look on my oh, eyes. Oh, God, never do that again. Don't ever shave. It will be jarring to me if you don't have a giant beard on your you face. You know how you know if it's time to shave? If your beard is a hindrance when you bust it. <laughs> See, that's a good use of words. Right oh, <laughs> I made that joke up so long ago. I just put it on Wardlow just now. Um, yeah, so who's your favorite wrestler? You have one? Yeah, I got one. Fuck yeah. Shout My favorite wrestler this week uh, is a throwback. I'm pulling a classic homie out of the vault. Who's this? Oh, yeah. Because... Really, how many of these fucking episodes can I do before this dude is my favorite wrestler? I don't know, because I don't know who the wrestler is. Wrestler is Mitsuharu Misawa. Oh, really? Former Triple Crown Champion of All Japan Pro Wrestling. The late, great Mitsuharu Misawa. And uh, he is, if you're not familiar, absolutely uh, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. I believe he holds the record if there is such a silly thing uh for most five-star matches uh that dave Meltzer uh, has given in the wrestling observer newsletter uh this guy could do it all he was a good technical wrestler he uh was a master of strong style mm-hmm. his elbows were feared far and <laughs> wide he was also a high flyer elbows are scary yeah because they can be sharp yeah like brock lesnar knows how to bust a fool open with his elbows he does Anyway, keep going. Yeah, Misawa had, uh, uh, I believe, debuted as um, the second Tiger Mask after uh, Satoru Sayama was no longer Tiger Mask and the gimmick was sold, I believe, to All Japan Pro Wrestling from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay. 
Um, and Misawa kind of uh, took up the, the mantle of the Tiger Mask, and he was great as Tiger Mask, too. And then he was unmasked, and he started wrestling under his real name. Um, and the people absolutely loved him. He had wars with Dr. Death, Steve Williams and, um, Vader, uh, Kenta Kobashi, just, uh, all the, all the guys that were kicking ass in all Japan pro wrestling in the nineties. Uh, Misawa was right there with him and he was maybe the best of the bunch. So, for that reason, uh, he's my favorite wrestler. Also, because he passed away tragically wrestling, actually. Oh, wait. I think I've heard this, but how was it if you wanted? I believe he got suplexed one too many times because mm. he took so many... It's like a brain thing? ...devastating suplexes on his neck, and I, 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 I think it was, it was too much for his neck. And, and if you've seen those strong-style suplexes in Japan, you know that shit can wreck you. And it happened in Pro Wrestling Noah, which... Masawa was the founder of. So whenever you see a pro wrestling Noah show, um, you can thank Mitsuharu Misawa for that because uh, that was his idea, and he gave us the beautiful wrestling in that green ring. Oh yeah, it does have the green ring. The green it's ring, like green and white. Yeah, Is there, yeah, it's really pretty. I like a good green, a good emerald green. Yeah, that's it. Mm. I just like it. And Misawa had great ring gear. Speaking of emerald green. Was it green? Yeah, long, long tights, green and white. Do you think it's his favorite color? And he's like, that's why the mat's that way. It might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, his finishing maneuver also uh, that he invented later in his career. By the way, the Tiger Driver, that was him. Yeah, while he was Tiger Mask, did he make that up? Yeah, okay. I believe. Tiger Driver, and then Tiger Driver uh, 98. I'm sorry, Tiger Driver 97. Uh-huh. Um, which is a high angle version of the same thing, which is where what? he kind of drops them on the the back of their neck. It's kind of what Tyler does, right? Tyler Bate. Yeah, Tyler. Version of it? Well, no, Tyler's is uh, more of a traditional tiger driver. Okay. Um, but uh, then he also invented a move called Emerald Flosion, which is <laughs> i like that flosion it's cool it's man yeah it's like a scoop slam but then he kind of drops them as a side slam on the, on their head it's an explosion but you know when you see it you're like it's got flow that's a flosion how smooth that explosion is yeah so um just a, a absolutely amazing talent and he is yeah he's missed he was great that's my favorite wrestler awesome how about you ask me ask me ask me okay who's your favorite wrestler um, my favorite wrestler this week is someone that I saw last week or the week before. You may have remembered last week where we brutalized each other with belts. You oh, remember that yes, I think last I do. week I, I when we hit each other with belts? recollection of that, yeah. That was, we were testing out a segment, if you recall, because it's so long ago that we hit each other, mm-hmm. um, where MJF was whipping... Cody. Right. Ten lashes in the ring to end the final segment of Dynamite two yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, while we learned that the lashes you and I could probably endure that many lashes, I don't know if I can endure the yelling in my ear <laughs> from my favorite wrestler, MJF. Oh! One of the best damn heels in the business right now. Because <laughs> yeah. watching that segment, he was, I think, honestly, one of the reasons why it was bearable for that long yeah because of just how how much heat he has with the audience yeah 
it's just so profoundly good. It reminds me of you're gonna laugh at me when I say this. What when Miz is top heel, uh huh, just being his top self, he gets so much heat just because he's smarmy asshole, rich <laughs> asshole. They're almost the same character, except one's more Hollywood, one's more like Princeton kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah. Um, but yeah, MJF man. And I love his dude Wardlow. We've talked about that many. We know what he's become, but I love the whole. I I really like. I like that Wardlow holds the mic for him, and then when MJF is ready to talk, he hands him the mic. Fucking attention to detail matters. Yeah, it's so good. Totally. Um, I like when he took off his overshirt and he's got he's got the cliche asshole like yeah black uh tank yeah the tank top and he's yeah. fit he looks good in that tank <laughs> it's like MJF <laughs> and his hairline is his shitty side cuts yeah. is like bullshit faux hawk he looks good <laughs> he's a good heel <laughs> God and his nose. Oh, his nose. He's got a ball on it. Looks like uh, me, and I yell at that nose in the uh, mirror every morning. But he's got that scarf, too. And when people see that scarf, they're like, how much does that cost? He's like, out of your price range. And they're like, boo. boo. I love him so much. Old MJF is my favorite wrestler. Old school heel, man. Yeah. Love it. And I love that AEW is allowing him to be that person. Because even though we did find out later that that beer that got thrown on him was a, was a gimmick beer. It was a wrestler that threw it at him oh, on okay. purpose. Still that they're flirting with that idea that a fan could see that happen and be like, oh, they didn't do anything to that person. Let's all throw a beer at MJF. Yeah. I feel like if that were to happen in AEW, they'd let it happen. Just like when Hulk Hogan came out as the third man. Right. All the shit WCW let happen throwing into the ring. Yeah. It's that kind of energy that means, oh, that's a fucking bad guy I got to watch. So, yeah. That's effective. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So that's our favorite wrestlers. Right on. We got two shit houses. Well, you're gonna give me two shit houses today. Oh, right? that's right. Yeah, because so we, we got to get to it. We do. So, like, what, like, what is it? Okay, so you have two. It's a shit house for me, and I might have just saw one on the screen. Okay, show me the first one. Okay, so this <laughs> is a picture of a dog. What kind of dog? Called an Irish wolfhound mm-hmm. that is giving a grown man <laughs> a hug, and he's probably like. Three or four inches taller than yeah. this grown man when this he's grown up man, on his back. I legs. would say is five foot nine. Would you say? I don't know. It would be very difficult to know how tall this man actually was. Uh, but I do think that it is telling. I want to know how you got to this. These dogs are as tall as like five year old children. Yeah. Uh, when they're on all, like when the dog is on so all fours. So that means that do- dog is probably on all fours about two feet tall. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, two and a half feet. Probably tall. three yeah. and a half, I would say. Yeah, two feet would be small. Two it's feet a big dog. Be. Yeah. It's, uh, I have a quite an answer for you. Yeah. Well, that's so that's so funny that you have an answer because I haven't even really. I just showed oh, you that for context, this is baby. Preliminary. I just showed you that for context. Okay. This I'm is ready. the legit. This is the legit as it should have. I'm so ready. Just, this is just so you knew what was going on. Okay. <laughs> oh 
Wow, Mike. <laughs> oh, shit. Why does it say 50%? What does that mean? <laughs> I think it's the speed okay. <laughs> at which the footage is being played. Okay. What's the point of this video? I love it. <laughs> Small dog plays with the big dog. So fun. Imagine Ingrid having a giant <laughs> a giant friend of a, a horse friend. I love the music too. Like this, is it like Japanese rock? I don't know what this is. But I found this video and <laughs> it felt like you needed to see a it. A wishbone playing with a giant horse basically <laughs> to this music. Yeah, the music's ridiculous. Get a bit of that in the mic. Oh shit, solo. And the final photo with the solo. So, okay, on the screen, it was a video. Now it's a bunch of photos with this guitar solo. <laughs> All right, I've seen enough, and I have an answer for you. Yeah. This is not only shithouse. This has the potential mm -hmm. to be, outside of the whippings we took last week, the most shithouse thing we've ever seen. <laughs> Especially that photo right there. And I think it is because of the sheer joy that these little creatures are exhibiting. And they just want to play outside with each other. The ultimate friendship house. Friendship house. Yeah. Friendship shit house. Uh, I thought it was very shit house myself. Mm -hmm. Uh also this the the video like the video is special because it's like a slideshow of their vacation i like that it starts too with them running towards the camera yeah. to really get you a sense of adventure <laughs> we'll uh we'll link this up on social so you guys can take a look at this video and see if you also think that it's and hey house. guess what you're gonna love it we think you are uh do you have a shit house this week all right no, well then for you. that's beautiful because i got two perfect let's oh. see it so Convince good. me twice, you, my dear friend Mike. You remember a couple of weeks ago when we did that shithouse challenge where we tried to crush apples with our bare hands? Yeah. Yeah. The man who does that with ease and grace is a fellow by the name of Danny Hodge, who now is uh, in his probably his 80s, uh, and he can still crush apples. He's, he's uh, a legendary amateur and pro wrestler. He's also Golden Gloves, bo Golden Gloves boxer, just a badass all around. We went over all Danny Hodge, his resume, in two episodes ago that none of you fucks have listened to, so get on it. Get on it. Uh, listen to, to who Danny Hodge is, and this is a video okay. of, an, once again, an elderly Danny Hodge. Okay. Uh, How far removed from the previous Danny Hodge? I video? believe this is probably before. Okay. That so he might be video, like his late 60s. Video crushing Apple. Video Apple crushing this is our new product, video, the Video Crushing Apple. The Video Crushing Apple. It's really good. When you have a VHS you're just tired of, put the apple on top of it. It'll take care of it. And uh, you know what? I feel like uh, we'll post this one too, and I don't feel like I need to give you any explanation. I don't want any preamble. Let's like do it, it. It's pretty much just uh, self-explanatory. The following footage was taken from the International Wrestling Institute Museum. Do not attempt this at home. Dan Hodge is a professional Dan with years of experience. Dan there in the white. Is that our boy Hodge in the white? Correct. Okay. With two shadowy figures. You got your camera on? You gonna want this? 
Oh, is he putting him in a hole? Okay. Uh-oh. Oh, he's already out. <laughs> oh, he took him out so fast. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Dan with the headlock sleeper. Did you just snore? Shit, he's made him snore. That dude's got brain damage. <laughs> he's up. Oh, I love when people come up from being passed out. Because they don't know what happened. I'm ready for it. You ready? I already did it, dude. <laughs> yes, I love that. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. This is stirred, uh, put me into a story time with Bo. Tell me. So, uh, shithouse. Yes. Definitely. Definitely shithouse. You know, I got some with this underwear. Every time I stand up, it's just right up my butt. You know? And I think it's the last pair before wash time. It's just really a shitty pair of underwear. Anyway, I'm standing up now. That was unequivocally shithouse. I loved it. In middle school at church, uh -huh. we new drugs. My friend Jeff and I would sneak away at a youth event and uh, do what we called navel gazing. Okay. Which was the classic thing of lean up against the wall, uh, preferably in a dark room so no one, God can't see you do this. And then you bend down with your head towards your knees and breathe in. <gasps> right. Really fuck up your head. Right. right? And yeah. then you <gasps> hold your breath. And then Jeff, the person, your partner, <laughs> would uh, would knock you out by blocking your, wind, your air pipe. Not a full-on choke, but enough to just... Because you got all that... <gasps> in your brain. All the, uh. Is that where the air goes? In your brain? I don't know. <laughs> oh. And then you and then you pass out, but as you pass out, Jeff, right? He would so you don't hit anything. Yeah. And then, man, what an experience that was! Because <laughs> you feel like you'd gone been out for like five minutes. Yeah. But it was like a second, and then you pop up, and be like, "Whoa, how long was I out?" And Jeff would be like, "Like two minutes," and you almost hit your head. <laughs> we did the same thing. Yeah. But it was called the pass out game. <laughs> How many, how many brain cells did we kill with that game? I don't know. Not a smart game. I don't know. But also, we didn't, like, strangle each other. We'd, do the, we'd hyperventilate, and then somebody would come along. You'd cross your arms, and then somebody would come and push on your chest. Yes, I did that. Oh. Yeah. And less then, kinky. And, and <laughs> Definitely less kinky in the dark room and then you would And then you would go, bleh. I'm going to have to share this with Jeff once we put this episode out. <laughs> he's going to love just it. Just two bros choking each just other Jeff, in the dark. Father of two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What? Yes. Yeah, so that shit house. Cool. And I, it's even more shit house because I, I, I uh, connect with it because I used to do it myself. You know why it's a shit house to me? Why? It's because that sleeper that he put on that giant man. <laughs> he was a big dude. Was not... The sleeper hold slash rear naked choke that I'm familiar with and that I have seen put on a hundred times where the uh, the point of the elbow is basically right is beneath the beneath the chin. So you have pushing up? the blade of your forearm and then your bicep on either side of the of the neck. So you those are that's where you're carotid arteries are being compressed so uh, okay so like almost you're like right here yes is right here right right for then, for listeners you got it and then you trap the head and it, you create a little triangle right yeah create a little triangle, triangle. Yeah, it's the same it's the same idea when you do a triangle choke with your legs it's the same it's the same idea you're compressing both sides and hodge did that as well right there but because the guy was so tall 
he put it on in a different way. It was almost like sideways, uh, and he crimped the neck with mm-hmm. these. With, I've never seen a, that guy's got a big neck. I've never seen a sleeper hold put on that way. He went out fast and snoring within ten seconds. He, I mean, it just like he was like he was nothing. He just put him out. No, no problem. And it makes me want to study that. I thought, and man, it makes me learn want for that. you to choke you out. Like, no, no shithouse challenge. Shithouse challenge. <laughs> no, there will be no unconscious stuff. <laughs> hey, Jeff, come over. Mike and I are going to navel gaze. We're going <laughs> to do the pass out game. Uh, yeah, so that's really uh, funny to me that with the right leverage and the right uh, knowledge that a senior citizen... <laughs> uh, can put a six, a three hundred pound guy to sleep in a matter of three seconds. See, this is the 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 uh, calling wolf when there's no wolf kind of thing that us wrestling fans do. I did it last week, where I said boldly, "Oh, that belt chop didn't hurt. I mm. can take other wrestling moves, probably." Right. But then when it actually does happen, when the big huge fan says, "I could take a choke." That happens. He takes a choke real fast. <laughs> or the anchor that Hulk Hogan fucking knocked the fuck out within like a few seconds. Oh, or him. Belzer, Richard yeah. Belzer. And he sued his ass and yeah. sued WWF and Hulk, right? I think. Yeah. Um, but like, so when it actually happens, or, or the, the video we watched two or three weeks ago with Chris Van Vliet, I think it's how it says it, where he got that chop off camera. Right, but right. the other reason, like, I'm not a wrestler, so I say that I could do it. But then when it happens, probably sucks unless you once you get conditioned to yeah it still probably hurts but yeah. not as much we'd be very sad there's, yeah there's a yeah. reason why we're not wrestlers yeah it's because we're not tough men we're not tough enough, tough enough. that's our shit houses that's our wrestlers let's talk about this match we're going to be seeing watching yeah. here real soon with with justin coming up eddie guerrero versus Rey mysterio in a grudge match from SummerSlam 2005 yeah where they battle uh, in a ladder match for the custody of Ray's son, High Stakes Dominic. But Dominic, we find out, is actually in storyline the biological son of Eddie Guerrero. Which we find have we already found that out, or did we find that out after the loss of the ladder match? No, we find that out before. Okay, Eddie has brought in that's why the a mediate so a custody mediator, and Ray has essentially trapped him into taking this match. By saying, "Oh yeah, you want to take this coward's way out? You let Dom, you know, me and my wife raise Dominic, yeah, and then now you're kind of trying to take him back just because he's your biological son. But you want to hurt me with this. But the thing is, is that it's the only thing you can do to me because you can't beat me in the ring. And that when that line or a line of that." variant is said to another wrestler Ooh, their blood gets boiled yep. i can't beat you fuck you i can't beat you that's right and guess what doesn't beat him it's for Spoilers. all the marbles now but i loved vicky guerrero's involvement in the match mm-hmm. i love when she showed up i think it added an, an extra little wrinkle so i think you said that that might have been her first she's not she at the time she wasn't an on-screen personality no so I just like that. Almost like Brandy coming out to Cody during the lashes we talked about last week. It makes it you it makes it more real because the actual real life shoot wife or partner is coming out and is worried about the person in the ring. I love yeah. that. Yeah, very dramatic. Great uh great characters, great storytelling. A uh, very silly but 
that's wrestling, baby. It is wrestling. We said I said this also with Justin. Is like I like that it's it is a stupid premise this match, but because oh. Ray and and Eddie are such pro pro wrestling pros, pro wrestling pro that they make it gold and it's fantastic. I loved it. Two of the very best to ever do it. So what if I was like, if I fucking hated the match, here it is. And <laughs> we went into it. <laughs> Here's the Justin or sucks, whatever. whatever. The episode's yeah. fine. Actually, it was a blast to record with Justin. So. It was. Justin was a great guest, uh, which you guys will hear in just a couple of seconds yeah, here because we're right? going to go to our guest segment now. <laughs> Look at her face. Are you worried about her? Yes, I'm worried guest? about everything. Worried about <laughs> do, I smell weird? do I smell like I have food on my pants? Probably. It's because I haven't washed them in a week. And I have ketchup on them from last night. Yeah. <laughs> All right, keep talking. Oh, man. Um, I'm trying to... Th- oh, no, I need to vamp. Oh, this is the oh, worst part. Quickly. Oh, it's oh, so embarrassing there. that oh, you're here. Oh, God. <laughs> just vamping. Just, oh. That's... Trying to think of something to talk about. Um, that's oh good. man! Ooh, you nice. vamped enough. Okay, cool. You, ooh, nice what? What were I you? I was gonna say at? nice Legos. I've Thank got, you. Yes, I have <laughs> the, you, the the Reinhardt and the Diva set. Yeah. Um, I couldn't commit to the Bastion because I don't like Bastion. The big um, one, the robot. Okay, the I like that one because the, the first one that came out the orange one, but then they yeah. have the larger one you can buy, which is just too big for oh, a yeah. man in his mid thirties. Right. <laughs> Really? That was the that was the line that was too tough and difficult for you to cross. <laughs> well, I have nowhere to put it. I mean, I'm out. I got this. I you guess gotta, I could go here where the old man no, is. No, you need your old man in the corner. Who doesn't want a stern old man looking at him while you play video it's games? Terrifying <laughs> again. The Bose garden sculpture in the corner of his living room. We talked I, about I, with I, Elena mere moments ago. I feel like I don't want to hurt your feelings. Yeah. But doing a podcast in this shit house is a little bit scary. I love my what? place. It's a little bit weird. It's I've got cold. I've got figurines, action mm-hmm. figures, mm-hmm. terrifying garden uh, gnomes. N- yeah, he's not even a gnome. He's, he's an like, old garden. He looks like um like a character you meet in a movie who then you strike a deal with and he steals your soul. Oh, the devil! You're talking about. I'm talking devil. about Satan. Yeah, <laughs> Beelzebub. Yeah, <laughs> our man, our bud. No, but he's like he's like, more like oh, it. don't go down. Oh, that way lies trouble. Only for the strong-hearted can that way be. You're like, I don't know where you get that, man. I think he's just going to read the news. That's what he's doing. <laughs> he's going to read a lot of news. He's got a lot of papers on him. Excuse me, I've got a copy of the Atlantic. I need to get through. Hey, what's up? Welcome that was, to the that was amazing. Holy Thank shit. you. It's good to be here. <laughs> that's the most, uh, since I started smoking weed, that's the most I put my voice through. Really? And even singing in a band, like that's the hardest I've put it through in like a year, I think. Wow. So. What? The, what I, guess, I just, I got something I had to say to Bo really quick. Okay. Yeah, what? <laughs> Shut up for a second. Just, just, just I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So it's fine. Bo. That was fucking lit. <laughs> 
Thank you. That was so fucking lit. Thank you. Justin, welcome You're to the right program. <laughs> hey. So happy that, we're so Good happy that you decided to come on. Thanks. Oh, yeah, I'm glad I could finally make it out. Cool. Um, I think I had to... Oh, it's probably gauche to talk about uh, scheduling stuff on a po- podcast. Please. I had to... I'm super sorry about this, but another podcast... Do you, I don't know if you guys are aware of the Mega 64 podcast. Yeah, more, more popular, better cast. looking. Yes. Yeah. I had to go watch their podcast and watch them gorge themselves on food. Um, <laughs> Got it. I totally, I totally spaced that, that I had double booked. Oh, for the last podcast. schedule time. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wait, so you... You, uh, we got bumped for a show where you watch another podcast. No, no, this wasn't even a show. I just they were they were doing a scheduled oh. live podcast. Okay, was, oh, they so were, you were just yeah. watching them okay. do the show. Yes. You had bought a ticket. You spent money. Uh, no. Okay. It was, okay, so it was just free, on, it was it was just free. on Twitch. <laughs> you just sat oh, okay, okay. You, so we got bumped right. so that, that you could sit fine. at your computer. That's, that's fine. To to be fair, I wa- I was watching it on a television. It wasn't just my laptop. Okay. It was like a surround sound, right. like, kind of experience. You're right. Well, okay. That makes uh, it a yeah. lot so better. So this just, oh, yeah. it's Mike and I trying to break into the Portland comedy community through improv and stand up and right on. just trying to get there. And then we get bumped for the Twitch for Mega the 64 <laughs> broadcast. You know what we got to do? We got to get on the Twitch. How do oh, you do yeah. that? I you know how? Yeah, yeah, you, you go to there. you go to twitch.com okay. and you hit sign up. Twitch.com uh, slash tope suicida pod. We're on there. Yeah, make sure that you check us out. Also check out our Patreon. It's live and running. It's going yeah. great. Tope oh, yeah. suicida pod mm-hmm. at yeah. uh, patreon.org. Com. Whatever. Com dot yeah. slash dot. You guys slash. should know if you have a Patreon, you should know the Patreon website. We do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. We have it. The link is. Yeah. yeah. What about H- your Redbubble? You guys on Redbubble? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Redbubble, RedTube, Eight Ball. Nice. You guys got an Etsy going? Yeah. We're making tiny little cro- crocheted. We talked about our crocheted berets that we're <laughs> going to do. Yeah. It's, po- it's We're sort of in court. I don't want to give away too much, but we've got this interactive software oh, solution yeah. that we're coming out with pretty Ooh, quick. Hell yeah. I mean, I don't want to give too much away. But um, it is probably going to be launching in 2020. Yeah. It's called Tope 2000. Ooh. So getting like a like a, a sample like a like a test app on the App Store. Okay, it's not. Like we don't know yeah. that it's yeah. Well, you, but you can give out the APK online and have people download it and like beta test for you on, for the app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's not. We don't know that it's an app. Okay. It's well, still, it oh, it could be like a, like it's a digital the, experience. It's a, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, we're calling okay. it an interactive software solution. We don't know if it's an app yet. That's it might be on the App Store though, Google Play, yeah. iOS App Store, uh, Amazon. Store? Say again, the Steam Store. Ste- it might be on Steam. Might be on Epic. It might nice. be on um, the one that CD Projekt Red owns. Oh yeah, uh, Red Games. Red Games. So if you're gonna, so in the, so if you hear the buzz coming out about that ambiguous software solution called Tope 2000, make sure you use that hashtag. Yeah, what's hashtag Tope Twok? That's hashtag T O P E T W O K. T O P E. Wait. Oh, I get it. I thought you were spelling Twok T O P E. I was like, (laughs) no. Hashtag T O P E. T O P E. Because it's hashtag Uh Tope 2K. Tope Twok. Yeah. Hashtag Tope Twok. And Tope hashtag oh. best oh, app on the app store. Oh, you 2K. 2K. Oh, yeah. see, that's ingenious because most people, they just have the numbers. They don't think to spell the numbers. Mm-hmm. Like, that's fucking smart. Like, if I'm, like, Mega64, it should be, like, M-E-G-A-S-I-X-T-Y-F-O-U-R. Like, mm-hmm. that's fucking brilliant. I think that's on their app. I think that's how they spell it. Oh, nice. On their app. Okay. I'm not I think we release our downloads, but... 
I think they have one. Like everyone, everyone really cool has an app, you know. Yeah. So I think with our app, Tope 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 Twalk, mm-hmm. it's gonna be solid, uh, and everyone's gonna love it. So. It's not an app. Okay. Sorry. Well, um, sorry. Oh, it's okay. It's it's we we may it, it might be we just don't know yet. Let me sorry. Test the levels because I think we, you, <laughs> sorry. Okay. Or, or that we, was too much. No, it was it's too okay. Much. It's too much. Justin. What up? Yo. So uh, tell us about. Uh, you're a little bit of, you have little experience with wrestling or not at all? Or like, what's been your, uh, what's been your exposure to wrestling? Over My experience with wrestling goes all the way back to like 1997 when my dad said, that's fake and gay. You don't watch that. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. yeah. So, and then from there on out, it was, I never watched it again. You listened to him. I listened to my dad. I was like, he knows what's up. Dad knows That's, what's up. At what moment did you look at your dad and realize he was just he was another adult person? I was 23. <laughs> I said, you know what? I think you're actually a lot dumber than you put on, Yeah, dad. Yeah. I'm going to stop listening to you. I'm going to start shooting up. I'm going to start <laughs> Very cool. bumming around. I'm going to quit my job. Uh-huh. You know what? I'm going to do what my heart tells me to do. And just start, you know, can I say dick on this podcast? Yeah. Can I yeah. say, okay, I start sucking dick down by the railroad okay. track for okay. money because that's what's in my heart. So this is the problem though, because this, this makes your father mm-hmm. sound like he's, uh, you rebelling against him yeah. has, is rebelling against all of the really like good hearted, uh, well-intentioned, <laughs> responsible <laughs> pieces of advice yeah. that he's ever given you. One of which was... Don't watch wrestling. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you got to pay your bills. You're like, fuck you. Yeah. I won't pay my bills and I'll watch wrestling. And I'm watching wrestling. <laughs> How old were you? I was, I don't know, seven. Okay. Give or take. Yeah, okay. In the late Do you 90s. mind if we ask how old are you now? Oh, rude. I am. I math. He's 20, 29. Bingo, bango, bongo. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 29 years old. Oh, years, just, year, I'm 29 years young. We just had like a weird moment. We're like, hmm. you like did some. Yeah, I did math in my head. I did it math in my head. Are you a rain man? No, I'm not a rain man. I just did. I did a basic addition in my head. <laughs> beautiful mind head. Well, did you see the numbers floating around? Like, because you got up and go, went to, over to that window and you put your hand on the window and you. No, like, I didn't. I was sitting. I was sitting on the couch the entire time. It's hot in not, here, and you left like a, a ring around with your your handprints still there. Is, and it's I gotta not clean the sixth sense. I'm not Bruce Willis <laughs> okay, in the sixth well, sense. Yeah, sure. I'm sure you had a ghost friend give you all the answers on the pop quiz in school. I had a ghost dad. <laughs> oh, whoa! Oh, yeah, yeah. my like ghost dad, like Bill Cosby. Do you know that movie was directed by Sidney Poitier? Get the fart out of town. American legend. Sydney Poitier? Cinematic treasure. The yeah. Sydney Poitier directed wow. fucking Ghost Dad. Directed everyone's favorite man in the world, <laughs> Bill Cosby, in oh, Ghost Dad. What a fucking... Anyway, moving on. Uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, but... You, no, I have no wrestling experience. The only experience perfect. I have with it is I'm sort of familiar with... Um, Oh, what is it? It's there's wrestling federation. Like I follow them on Instagram. They're down in uh, San Diego where they combine like Super Smash Brothers and like Luchador. <laughs> and so you get like power ups. Is this Chikara? No. Okay. Okay. Uh, Super similar, awesome yeah. showdown. That's what it's called. Okay. Oh, Super okay. awesome showdown. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
That's very fun. So if you can, if you, if listener, if you want to look that up on Google, I highly recommend you check that out, especially if you're into wrestling and like in video games, because it is, from what I've seen, it's like there will be two guys in the ring. Like one guy will be like a giant chili pepper. One guy will be <laughs> like a, like a space alien or something. And then they'll throw like power ups into the ring, and so he'll have like quote like springy shoes. Yeah, and you can like jump higher on the on the ring because like they open up like a trampoline mat or something like oh that. my god yeah. this sounds awesome <laughs> it's insane yeah it comes on right before the mega 64 stream yeah that was <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great yeah and then i've recently i haven't watched it but someone was telling me about aew and i guess aew yeah. was like super hot right now and they've got some pretty crazy characters they sound like fun yeah it's it's brand new as of yeah. late last year uh, as a tv show anyway and, and it's been really fun I nice. like, i've liked it a lot i've watched it every week since then oh shit okay yeah. so you guys are yeah you know all about that then yeah that's very fun so yes. that, that's that, that's fun uh you so you were like seven uh you watched just like what like an episode of wrestling like a couple and then your dad kind of like shut it down he like he ripped the cable box out of the wall yeah what do you think happened to your dad as a kid with wrestling I don't know. I mean, so vitriolic towards. I once, I once heard him in his sleep talk about how he was like, it was like, my mask. Oh, don't rip off my mask. Oh no, my mask. (laughs) Mom, (laughs) Dad, no, put down the gun. No. (laughs) (laughs) Why did your dad have a southern? It's a southern Bruce Wayne, like a surfer Bruce Wayne. I mean. Um, yeah, so your father was a luchador. He was, a, yeah. I think he might have actually been a luchador, and he had his mask removed at a at a at a young age during his career. Uh, and now he just he absolutely hates wrestling. I see. Yeah, he doesn't want me to be any I mean, part of it. God damn, that's a hell of a fucking backstory for a wrestling gimmick. Removing right? that mask, you know, that's bad. He can never Good. compete within the Mexican wrestling arena ever again. And which sucks. You can never compete. Your gimmick. Oh, it tra- is that your dad based. <laughs> your dad was so scarred by the experience of losing the yeah. mask versus mask match mm-hmm. that he will not have anything to do with wrestling. And not only that, he will not let his son have anything to do with wrestling in your yeah. journey. And this familial bout ties directly into the match we chose for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you, you responded to our questionnaire. One of your things you said was, uh, your favorite kinds of stories are those about horrible, awful people. Yes. Well, this one in particular, uh, <laughs> is about, you know, a horrible and awful stipulation. Ooh. Mike, do you want to lay out Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero? Oh my God. Sure. I do. When you say terrible and awful people, right? can you just... Give us a little explanation on that. Are we talking about like guests on Maury Povich? Are, oh. we, talking, are we talking about like Ted Bundy? Like, uh, like people who, okay. So I just saw uncut gems. Okay. Like Adam Sandler and uncut gems were right. like, he's like scamming people. And like, he has like his like shit, like just isn't in order. And like, he like is like knowingly like going through life like almost like knowing like he's cheating people or that he's like trying to just scratch his way like up up to the top okay rooting for Um, the scumbag yeah well not almost but like like i'm rooting for them to fail or like do you guys ever see filth Uh about about that cop who's like he's like just a horrible awful cop who like he you know he'll he'll pull people over and like and steal their drugs or he'll like you know like sexually assault like like women like prostitutes or whoever like he comes across uh-huh. and like he'll you know pull his gun out like at a quickie mart and be like you know he'll rob like he basically is a criminal oh geez but he's a cop yeah so does like real so like real a, life. sorry 
<laughs> has, yeah. Does he get a comeuppance? Yes. Okay. Do you like that part of the element of the story? Yeah, no, okay. but it should almost it should be like a well-deserved comeuppance, if that right. makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. So it's kind of intriguing to watch people break rules and push boundaries uh, and sort of um, tap into uh, those maybe the the nastier parts of the human nature that yeah. we're too uh, for whatever you know. It, you could say you're too afraid or you just, you know, it's you're against it morally or whatever, but you're watching someone else exhibit those characteristics and then seeing what happens to them. Basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's yeah. like, you know, a study of humans and like the human condition, the human experience, why yeah. we're, ter- why we're terrible, why we do terrible, terrible things to, to each other. Another, right. Yeah. yeah. We live in a society. Whoa. What? You're blowing my mind over here. That's it. Oh, okay. I mean, what blows my mind on the regular, not as much as it used to, and I can function a little better these days, Yeah. but for long periods of time in my life, I really couldn't fucking function because of a lot of the things you just described, like that cop doing. Like, the how shitty we are to each other, on a the, daily, like the environment, yeah. to animals, to, and it's just like normal. It's just fucking like the way it is. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, no, I was, oh, this is hilarious. Like, to me, it's funny, like, to laugh at this situation. I was on the bus, and there's, you know, there's those people who sit, like, on the aisle seat, and they leave that seat next to the window open. Yeah. And so, this this woman is getting on. Clearly, she needs a, a place to sit. You know, you, you just look at her, and be like, oh, yeah, she needs a place to sit down. There's only one place left to sit next to this woman who, like, has just left the seat open next to her. Yeah. And she goes, the woman, like, walks up and down the bus, is like, oh, no, there's nowhere to sit. Like, yeah. no one's moving. She goes over to this woman. She's like, oh, can I sit there? And this woman, it's hard to see. I realize this is an audio medium, but she moves her knees, like, three inches to the right. She doesn't even get up. She just, like, makes this, like, vague, like, gesture of, like, okay, yeah, you can sit here. And forces, and she's like, I don't know if I can fit. And she, like, moves, like, two inches more. And, you know, there's, like, no, no space between her yeah. knees and the seat in front of her. And this woman has to like, f- like fucking like force her way into this aisle seat instead of either just moving over oh a seat or getting up. It's like, you could have made this easier on both of you. If you had just been like, Oh, you need a seat. Okay. There's a seat. Shit like that. Like I love watching that, but I also, mm-hmm. I know like, yeah, it's like, that's why like humanity, like if there was like a judgment day, like, I don't know if you guys are religious or not, but if, if there was a judgment, they'd be like, oh, yeah, we're no, we'd be down the shitter instantly. Like, <laughs> yeah. we don't get, no one gives a shit the about one another. The happens is like, nothing changed. I don't know. No one got taken. Yeah. <laughs> no one's still here. But, hey, whoa. Oh, yeah. Hey, Steve. Cool. Oh, it's, just, it's the exact same. Yeah. It's the exact same. You're going to go to work in the morning. All right. Well, Dave's what... gone. He did return my mower. I see why he Dave was Richard. Yeah. yeah. He's a nice guy. <laughs> Well, I guess let's go play some disc golf. It's raining blood, but whatever. Sure. Just put a rain jacket on. It's all good. <laughs> so that makes, that's the point I want to make. That makes a lot of sense to me because like the chaos of real life, right? Yeah. Is um, confounding. It's like it, uh, infuriating. It's so difficult to fucking wrap your head around. And when we watch sports or entertainment, it's my argument that that's our, well, it's, I'm sure it's someone's argument that's much fucking smarter than me. Mm. But for me, I always used to have a hard time watching like sports because it's so stupid. I'm a big sports fan, oh, but yeah. I got to a point where I was like, I can't keep watching this because it's so meaningless. It's totally arbitrary. But then I was like, holy shit, the way that we treat each other in real life is meaningless too. Yeah. Sports and entertainment 
are our attempts to create some order and some medium wherein like rules are followed and sometimes right the right way beats the wrong way and it gets rewarded like and there's a clear point value of like okay if you did something right you get points and you win the game when you do something right as yeah. opposed to like if you get do something wrong you get instantly punished it's yeah. not like you know like if you believe in karma or if you believe in like i don't know just fucking you uh you you, you don't teach your kid how to take care of his car and so then his car breaks down and like it's like that's not quite the same yeah. mm-hmm. but um if you are someone who fuck where am i going with this um like if you are all like you know like a genuine person to other people or if you're like you know you see someone who needs help and you give them help eventually you know what they what the you know woo woo juju hippy dippy yeah here in Portland, eventually like, it'll it come back, back to you. you it'll come back to you eventually at some like vague point yeah. in the future but in baseball or in soccer or in football if you do something right everyone cheers you get that point you fuck up you get put on the bench you get that yellow card or whatever i'm not a sports guy so i don't know anything yeah no those yeah. are all great terms okay cool yeah um <laughs> those, those pass yeah yeah i'm not a sports guy either yeah I believe and it. similarly in entertainment we create stories uh sometimes we're evil is victorious but yeah. historically a lot of our stories that we um have learned to tell have been good triumphing over evil against odds oh we love that shit right it's like part of the human condition is that we love that stuff yeah we're trying to like set something right through fiction mm-hmm. and wrestling is kind of like a combination of those two things no it's like yeah it's like i never thought of it like that but yeah yeah yeah, it's that cathartic experience of watching people like wrestle or just beat the shit out of each other or right. throw a chair onto someone. Yeah. Or, yeah, throw someone out of the ring. Plus, there's also points involved. There's a, there's a whole game. Not only do humans love stories, humans love games. Like, attaching those arbitrary rules and boundaries to a, into a, a thing. Yeah. We can't get enough of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's really what we've got going on today. Okay. And uh, it's uh, we picked an especially oh, there's an audiovisual component. Funny, uh, we're gonna watch a match, big man. Oh fuck! Okay, yeah. <laughs> there's a, a particularly um, oh I don't know maybe nasty storyline. Mm. Uh, it's an issue between uh, two wrestlers you may or may not have heard of in the past. Uh, one is Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm. He died. He's no longer with us, unfortunately. I recognize that name. I don't know okay. And uh, Rey Mysterio, okay, who is a luchador and uh, probably the greatest high flying wrestler of all time. Anyway, they're friends, and uh, but they're also like competitors. Okay. So they've been wrestling each other for many years at this point. And this yeah, takes yeah. place in two thousand five, and uh, resentment is building up between the two. Okay, they're tag team champions together. Nice. But there is friction between the two partners. So they're kind of like Goku and Vegeta. Yeah. But oh, can, you, can you verify if that's correct? Okay. I mean, I always liked watching Pokemon more mm. and thought the Frieza saga was overblown because they keep charging up the move for four weeks each episode. A new charge up Piccolo and Frieza fighting. Piccolo shoots off his little finger blast that he's been charging uh, his, for four weeks. It's his special weeks. beam cannon. And he Excuse misses... Me? negating his charge up from the previous four weeks. <laughs> Fuck Dragon Ball Z. No. <laughs> no. Fuck a Kakarot. 
You don't. You didn't have fun during that four weeks of just getting amped up. Of like, is it going to work? He's no. He's I just it. wanted he's... to sing the Pokemon song. <laughs> the rap. Excuse the pokey me. rap. Yes. Come on. Wait. There's a pokey rap. Uh, yes. We don't have time for this. <laughs> You're right. We don't have time for this. But <laughs> uh, I am. What do you want to? Okay. So uh, yeah, we're gonna go into it. We'll see everyone on the other side. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come to unfurl the majesty of the most absurd athletic contest ever devised by God or man. It is SummerSlam 2005, and tonight we will inexplicably decide the parental custody of a child by way of a professional wrestling match. And here is our tiny bleach blonde progeny now, little Dominic, who makes his way down the huge fluorescent ramp, shepherded by a conservatively beautiful social worker who gently escorts him to his front row seat among this wild horde of breaking Benjamin superfans. Oh, that's Dominic, that, that little blonde that boy. little blonde kid is, <laughs> oh, is Dominic, no. and that's the that's the court mediator. Oh, that woman in the, yeah. in the uh, beige blouse. Okay. Yeah, look at those shirts. That's like, man, Dominic's got straight off the JCPenney rack, Ooh, that one. Yeah. That pattern. I and feel that, like I've had that shirt. And Dominic those, and looks those like, tips, those frosted little tips. Oh, yeah. Dominic looks like he's training. He's like in training to be the fourth member of 98 Degrees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's his goal. He doesn't aspire to be part of NSYNC or no. Backstreet Boys. He goes, I want to be part of 98 Degrees. Yeah. Well, because NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys already got so many dudes. Okay. 98 so Degrees. Down, Mike. Yeah, Listen, can't, put he, your shirt back on. It's fine. 98 Degrees only got three dudes. The dark angel of wrestling, Eddie Guerrero, now strides to the ring. A contemptuous scowl decorating his devious visage. He is Dominic's biological father, god damn it all. And he is just acting like such a big, huge bag of dicks about it. <laughs> Eddie's got them tips yeah. too, huh? He's just frosted out. His head's exploding with frost. Next down the aisle is Dominic's non-biological father. His father of spirit and tenderness and beautiful jumps and flips. It is the masked Avenger himself. The tiniest of luchadors with the greatest of hearts. It's Rey Mysterio. This Rey Mysterio guy, fucking, I could get into wrestling like just for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really digging his story. His oh, whole, man, he's very His whole cool. like aesthetic, his yeah. like luchador aesthetic is like doing it for me. Oh he's, oh, he's hugging his son. Oh, he kissed him on the forehead. Oh, I want this guy to win. I want this guy to have custody of that kid. Right? I don't want that ugly man to have custody <laughs> oh, of that you, kid. Oh, so you want his dad to have custody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the random stranger that he works with. <laughs> <laughs> As the bell sounds now, the larger Guerrero wastes no time in reminding everyone that he is a complete turd. Ramming Mysterio's soft and boyish face repeatedly into an unforgiving steel ladder. This storyline is so silly, right? Yeah. But they play it with such commitment, sincerity. Which is amazing, yeah. Like, it, it reminds me a lot of what we do or what I've 
you know, very new do. at doing, but what I have learned to kind of do an improv, which oh. is to commit to your choices. Yeah. Which they can be tough. Really, yeah. Yeah. They really commit to this silly storyline. <laughs> and so you feel actual drama, mm-hmm. even though it's, there's child custody papers <laughs> hanging over Damn. the ring. Damn. Look at that. Despite Guerrero's early aggression, however, Mysterio has no intention of giving up. Oh, you thought you were just going to roll up in here and take my son away from me and drive him in your custom Chevy Impala to go get a goddamn cheeseburger? I don't fucking think so. Ray screams like a feral cat as he springs onto the top rope and nearly decapitates Guerrero with a heat-seeking seated senton from hell. Oh, look at that. Oh, 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 my God. He took his his head off. It's crazy to me that all these people in the ring right now are eating this up as if this is real. Right. What do they call it? Kayfabe or whatever? Yeah. Right. Which I don't, I don't know. I'm almost inclined to believe that there is like some truth to this that like Eddie would actually be get like get custody of Dominic. Like I'm sort of inclined to believe that like <laughs> ha- like I'm assuming they're like, taking it so it, seriously <laughs> that like he would drive him to school in the morning. <laughs> he like after this battle, he becomes the nicest father <laughs> of all time. He, yes, like he gives him like the talk about the birds, birds and the bees. He teaches him to drive. Oh, oh my god! God, that hit his chin hard. Yeah, our work is done here, Bo. <laughs> yeah, our work is done. After picking his head up off the fucking ground and wedging it back between his massive trapezius muscles, Guerrero finds a sweet measure of revenge by pinning his tiny opponent under one of the many huge ancillary masses of rugged steel. But this cruel arrangement has pushed the fun-sized luchador far past his breaking point, and with the phrase, Mui, Fucking loco, burning from his eyes like Kryptonian heat vision. Mysterio casts off the oppressive ladder and in one fluid motion scampers up to wage an aerial battle with his tormentor ten feet above the goddamn ring. Uh, Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, Oh, fucking hell. God damn it. God damn it. Oh, they're going to break the ladders. They're not going to be able to get up there. Gonna break that everything. Sucked. That sucked. Mm. I guess I never realized how much like backyard wrestling is sort of incorporated into this. Mm-hmm. Cause like I'll, I'll, I'll watch a little bit of that on social media. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know if you guys know who, um, superhuman is his best friend paul will throw superhuman just onto like a board of like legos and toy cars or like light bulbs and blenders just like stupid shit like that so with the backyard wrestling thing though you have essentially life so you have art imitating life imitating art because (laughs) yes the life which is the backyard wrestling uh, was imitating stuff that they saw happening in the in the 90s in ECW mm-hmm. and even in the WWF. And then you have mainstream wrestling seeing that influence of people in smaller wrestling promotions and backyard wrestling and them then trying to incorporate more to try and 
cater to that audience. Oh, oh so, it's, so it's like a feedback loop. It's oh, a feedback yeah, loop. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Back on the mat, Guerrero now balances a ladder on the nearest top turnbuckle and uses it to crush Mysterio's ribs with a devastating reverse power bomb. Indeed, it appears as though the eviler of our two dads will walk out of this pro wrestling match with full and irreversible court-ordered custody of a living child. But that child is now in the ring, ladies and gentlemen, like a baby gazelle running toward a hungry puma. Little Dominic stares down his frightful destiny, square in the fucking eyes as he shakes that fucking ladder for all he's worth, enraging his psychotic Papa Eddie, who descends the ladder and corners the boy, winding up to deliver a dastardly dose of corporal punishment as every decent human being on the planet gasps with shock and horror. Come to dad. I'm your father now. Ooh. I I bet Eddie Pie faces him. I bet he's like, (laughs) shoves him. I'm not a good dad. I'm not a that kid looks so scared. It's funny because they're, you know, he knows him as Uncle Eddie yeah. in real life, you know? Oh, yeah. Just have him scream at you in the ring. Or is he going to slap? Oh, oh yes. Dirty bastard was going to do it. But at the last possible moment, Mysterio intervenes, allowing Dominic to escape. Mysterio is now as pissed off as a bobcat in a fucking berry patch, and he vents that righteous anger by tripping his former friend onto the middle rope and then cramming a fucking ladder down his gullet. Courtesy of a GUC 619, sending this crowd of dedicated Family God DVD box set owners into a frenzy of incomparable hysterics. Wait, why does that guy have a belt? Replica belt. He's a he's a child. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> he's an idiot. <laughs> The one fan that listens to the podcast with just a bunch of replica belts. Oh, man, I bought bought all those replica belts, though. Stop holding your belt up. You're stupid. (laughs) Damn. No, dude, he's the world champ. You're grown. He's he's the world champ. Stop it. He's the world heavyweight champion. Grown man. Our beautiful mystery king is scaling the ladder now. His fingertips caressing the expensive patent leather of this very real lawyer's briefcase suspended above the ring. But the nefarious Guerrero is not finished yet, ladies and gentlemen, which he proves by kicking the ladder out from under the tiny luchador and catching him mid-air, planting his teensy little spine into the canvas with a devastating powerbomb slam. Mike and I do a lot of wrestling, so we like to analyze. We do, okay. yeah, we're, we're big, big wrestlers. Big, I don't know if you can tell by the way our physicality, but we're big. Yeah. Uh, wrestlers heads. intimidate a lot of people when we walk yeah. into a room. They're like, oh shit, the shit houses oh, are man, here. And the wrestlers the are, here. are here. <laughs> oh my god, these guys must wrestle. I didn't know we invited wrestlers. Who invited Whoa, these wrestlers? Look at these wrestlers. You guys go down to the YMCA and just start wrestling, guys. Mm-hmm. Like you guys walk into the library and start just like spitting shade. 
We pick up books. We're like, I'm going to break it. Uh, never mind. And then put the book back. <laughs> could if I wanted to. Yeah, though. I could, but I, I could, could respect but I the library. Yeah, respect the library is cool. We respect. <laughs> oh, for shame, ladies and gentlemen. It is a sad day for children everywhere. For Dominic's sire of hereditary traits, including, but not limited to, a predisposition for fucking nastiness has snatched full control of this ironclad legal proceeding pinning Mysterio beneath the bottom rung of the ladder and clawing his way up toward fulfilling his dream of becoming the first wrestler to ever successfully execute a televised, fully lawful, and state-endorsed kidnapping. Oh, he's trapping him? Smart. Ooh. And if he's on the ladder... Can't yeah, push don't get up. up on that side. Yeah, get up on the other side. You don't, Come on, Eddie. Eddie, didn't you ever take a physics, physics class? Have you seen his shoulders? Does he look like he's seen a physics <laughs> class? <laughs> I got your physics right here. <laughs> but somehow, Mysterio is back on his feet, ladies and gentlemen. And it is Guerrero now who finds himself dangling precariously from the briefcase full of signed and pre-notarized custody papers. Mysterio claws and wrenches at Guerrero's evil little boots. And finally, with the strength of a furious insect, Mysterio jerks his opponent back down to earth. We're back to square one. It's anybody's child now, ladies and gentlemen. The life of a budding human being is up for grabs, and we are no closer to deciding which pro wrestler is his rightful guardian. Oh, God. Guerrero is furious, ladies and gentlemen, because people are continually interrupting his process of acquiring a child by beating up the only father that that child has ever known. I thought this was America, Guerrero screams as he suplexes Mysterio, spine first onto six feet of unforgiving steel. The coast is now finally clear for a man exhibiting dubious moral standards to take Dominic to the batting cages whenever he damn well feels like it. But wait! Now Eddie's wife, Vicky Guerrero, is in the ring and she clearly is not happy about the way her husband, Eddie, has been acting. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, good, good for her. You gotta listen to your wife sometimes. Yeah. She doesn't want the kid. That's Y'all agreed on it. She pushes Guerrero off the ladder and then drags him to the mat like Reggie White gobbling up a rookie quarterback. Eddie cannot believe this betrayal, but it is too late for Mysterio is up the ladder and he's got the briefcase. Mysterio is victorious. It may not have been his fertile seed that inseminated the egg that would become a man-child called Dominic. 
but it has been his heart and his love that has guided a boy to J.C. Penny to pick out button-down shirts that are far too large and to the salon to ensure that that boy's hair is both bleached blonde and spiked up with generous amounts of gel. Our tiny father of goodness is the wrestler of all our dreams. Guerrero is powerless to appeal the District of Columbia's irrevocable ruling. Tonight, Dominic finally returns home and his very nice social worker can now move on to overseeing further ladder matches in order to help, no doubt, countless other wrestlers who find themselves entwined in bitter child custody battles. He's pissed, of course. I wanted that kid. I, I really wanted a kid. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know how else to get a kid except to wrestle for one. <laughs> how do I get this fucking kid? Eddie has like four daughters. <laughs> I see all these kids in the audience. I don't know any of these guys. They don't wrestle. Do I challenge these dads? Where to do they wrestle? get these kids? Where are you getting all your kids? <laughs> hey, we're back. How'd you like that? What'd you think about the match? That was. Oh my god, that was amazing. That was I've never I've like I don't like I said before I don't watch wrestling and so to I feel like I've just got like a download of like everything that's like great about wrestling right now uh. of like this like that weird soap opera mix with just dudes just throwing ladders at each other yeah it's great oh my god so you enjoy like to hear yeah I might maybe get a subscription to the what is it the WWE app? yeah network yeah, yeah. network yeah. <sighs> Well, it's our beautiful. plan is eventually to get Russ over here and and watch wrestling with us because we know Russ is a huge. Oh, fan. Oh, he's a big he's a big wrestling guy. He's a yeah. wrestling guy. So maybe we'll force he Russ to bring you along. Oh, does. <laughs> but it, I mean, or, you could, they, or you could just come. You just come by. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Russ is gonna have to force Justin to come at this point. Oh, I would love to come. I think over. we just yeah. yes. That would be this amazing. Yeah. This All right. Oh, we made we made a friend. Well, <laughs> we finally so, have a friend. There's this guy. Named Dave Meltzer. Okay. Who reviews matches. That's all he does. Mm. He, he does like so punk. much more, but he's been around for a long time. He's the number one wrestling <laughs> critic and mixed martial arts fan. <laughs> he writes things. Uh, he gave this match out of five stars a three and a half. What? Um, which is, I think it is one of the lowest. We're, we're trying oh, really? to do four or five match star matches to show okay. people. I think it's one of the lower ones, but we just love it so much. And I, I think it's a... I think it's higher than that. I thought that was beautiful. And so now I'm thinking like if there's if that is what constitutes a three, I can't imagine what a five is. Like if that if like are they are they like like getting married at these things and like <laughs> No, that would probably be a zero or a null <laughs> score, I bet. I, I met, knowing Dave, I would say that would be a negative one. Oh no. <laughs> Any wedding related matches. <laughs> But what we like to do is a different rating system uh, that can be anything. How oh. you felt about the match. Okay. We used to have a more rigorous one. We're just loose now. So I'm going to rate it, and then you can kind of get the idea of how we rate things or yeah. how you can rate them. Uh, I think... So this match... I'm going to go back to our traditional ones, yeah. though. We, our first rating was the shit house rating, which is like... <laughs> yeah. How many shit houses did you give it, Bo? Uh, I think this one is... Uh, that spill alone where Ray falls just on his back on the yep. side of the ladder, yep. that's a four out of five alone, I think. So I think an even five out of five Whoa. shit houses for this one. 
five out of five shit houses. Yeah. And this, we're in the shit house right now. So well, it's this five, is a shit house. Oh, this is yeah. A shit house. Oh, okay. But the shit house <laughs> caliber and the 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 meter, like if there was a meter uh-huh. and it's the shit house meter, the like the the mercury would be higher. Uh, like you seen that. the movie then, Roadhouse? No. Okay. Uh, you ever? Uh, I don't know. You ever been to a like? No, nah, probably. You been to a roadhouse? You ever been to a roadhouse? Road, 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 road. I love going to roadhouses. Like, <laughs> favorite uh, type of house. <laughs> what is it? You seen the video of the Russian guys? Uh, just oh, with the penis slapping. Just, what? What? <laughs> uh, taking turns slapping each other. Oh yes, yeah. Very shit house. That okay. would be a shit house thing. Very yeah. Yeah. shit house. Okay. So that's the five out of five of those. <laughs> five out of five of, the, of Russian bathhouse slaps. Uh, no, actually, five out of five shit houses, but then uh, four out of five uh, Russian bathhouse slaps. Okay. 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 Cool. Um, and then I think uh, just the you know the 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 drama was just. 17 out of four just like balloons that some of the balloons have like a smiley faces on them because they're good balloons. Mm -hmm. My 17 have those smiley faces, which Mm -hmm. is why I think this match is that. We talking Mylar balloons here? Yeah, we are. That's that's exactly what we're talking about. Okay. What, what is the category that you're, Hmm? you're reading the drama on out of 17? Exactly. Okay. That's what I was doing. That's what I was going to say was that the drama for me is like turning it up, turn it up to a fucking 11. Like yeah. the drama okay. for me is like six out of five shit houses. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the wrestling yeah. itself, yeah. I want to give it like a three and a half or a four okay. because it was like, it was, it was cool. But when it comes to two grown men fighting <laughs> in a ring, throwing like ladders at each other, yeah. I want to see, I want to, I wanted them to like, put one of the rungs like or one of like this the gaps in the ladder like over his head and like pull him across or i wanted them to like each pick up a ladder and start like sword fighting like with the ladders oh, has that ever been done because the head pull thing i can see that in a right. match but has yeah. it, like a fighting like clink 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 has that ever happened like jousting with yeah ladders? at this point i don't know i think there's probably been a ladder joust it's had, they're had they're, like a comedy match run yeah. at each other from opposite sides of the ring with the ladders and like occasionally they'll one of like the longer ladder not the short or the mid-size but the longer one they'll put on their head and they'll Ooh. sit in the head and then they'll spin around like a helicopter oh, and that's hit people cool. okay yeah it's yeah. that's it's, it's silly so like three stooges <laughs> yeah very yeah that, Okay, so you had uh, you mixing a lot of ratings is what it sounds like. Sorry, okay, so <laughs> no, which in, works fine. In general, from what I from what I just witnessed, yeah. I want to give it, um, let's say four out of five shit houses and a half a flop house. Oh, oh, yeah. okay, okay. It's because is that because we like we don't know who's the dad? Yeah. Because there's still that, yeah, there's that element of mystery. Like mm-hmm. if it had like wrapped up, like if the if the lawyer had jumped into the ring and like signed the papers, and Rey Mysterio signed the papers, and he was like, <laughs> "He's my fucking son now." Uh-huh. That would have been okay. Cool, we're here. But uh, you know, the family reunion at the very end was nice. It was touching. It was cool to see Eddie kind of like just lose his shit at the end, mm-hmm. and like his wife like couldn't calm him down. Like I half wanted Ray to like just throw Eddie into the audience and have them like just beat the shit out of Eddie. Okay, so. I like the shit house. I like the flop house. But then, what uh, would you give it for the the hot cake house? What what rating would you give for the hot cake house? For a hot cake oh, house. Oh my yeah. goodness. Well, that's oof. I want to give it. Um, 
like a seven out of ten hotcake houses. Delicious. Yeah, I love the hotcake house. Good, cool. It's, it's a good. Yeah, I think it's the highest rated hotcake house we've ever had. Really? I think Absolutely. So. That's mm-hmm. a guarantee. It is. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and give this one, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give this uh, three out of five demolition derbies. Okay. Uh, totally different sport. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give this uh, a good, I'm going to give this a four and a half out of five Lifetime original movies. Are these the ones on Lifetime? <laughs> I guess so. Well, these <laughs> are the Lifetime movies. I'm thinking of E. Does E have Lifetime? See what I deal with every week? You see what I have to deal with every week? E doesn't even produce movies. Does E air Lifetime original movies? This is our E True Life test. Mike, I'm sorry that Ingrid interrupted with her scratching her skin, so feel free to continue. Oh, I get it. Skin-tinue? That's, yep. That's what I said. It's fine. Think. This is, I feel like this might be the first time like the guest has sort of teamed up with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Mike. yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up my ratings because <laughs> um, I thought this was pretty spicy. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and give this uh, four out of five ghost peppers. Whoa. Wow. Because spicy, uh, and just overall, overall, uh, really, like we said before, uh, or the just the commitment to the role and like the the characters right. and the mm-hmm. silliness of the storyline, but playing it as though it were life and death. Mm-hmm. Having Dominic at ringside, <laughs> cutting to him every fifteen seconds, he got like in the ring, his big old eyes. He got in the ring, started shaking the ladder while Eddie was trying to. Eddie's wife, Vicky, showed up betrayed him mm-hmm. but did the right thing yeah you know I, I don't know man it was just that is such a fun story what amount yeah. of mother's milk would you give vicky Ugh. oh you're right well, you're rating vicky out of mother's milk yeah what mother's milk would you give vicky with her the way she acted are you talking about mother's milk like like uh fucking uh we're we talking titty mad juice max right? fury road sort of okay no i'm talking titty juice yeah, Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, <laughs> the subtitle "Titty Juice." No, I'm saying like, like you know, mother's milk. It's 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 uh it's uh it's warm. Mm. You know, it bonds the child to mm-hmm. the to the mother in, in in a loving relationship way. Okay, in a way that Vicky does to Eddie to say, "Hey, you don't need to be a dad right now." So I'm not going to give her a mother's milk score. Okay, I'm going to give her a Mother Earth score. Mm. Oh, that's even more. Alana, good movie. Because that. Hey, <laughs> The Rock was in Moana. It's all also coming a famous together. Wrestler. Yeah, Rock was You're great. You're welcome. Moana. Let's go. I'm gonna give Vicky a real uh, solid four out of five. Uh, Mommy Mother Mouse. Earths. Yeah, just because uh, she, her appearance at that point, I believe, was totally unexpected. Because I don't think she had been involved at all up to that point in the storyline, at least not that I could find. Oh. Do you think this is what kind of starts her as a on-screen personality? I don't know. Interesting. Might have been. Um, but the the that kind of difficult choice that she has to make of like the man that she loves is about to do something 
that it is against everything that she like believes, you know, cause she's a decent human being. <laughs> she like cares about the welfare of this kid that she knows Which is very crazy well. of how much of an asshole her character becomes throughout. Oh, really? Yeah. She becomes quite the heel. Oh no. Yeah. But she granted, I mean, to be fair, she also probably did not want to raise this kid. It sounds like she already has four. Other yeah. Kids. I think four so, daughters. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Do any of them wrestle? I, I hope so. so. I don't know. If they do wrestle, they should go as a team, the Farmer's Daughters. Mm. Not that Eddie is a farmer. I just thought that's that's a fun team name. There was a wrestler in Glow called Babe the Father's Daughter. Bay the Father's Daughter? Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> Babe the Farmer's Daughter. Oh, okay. In the 80s, uh, the, the, the Netflix show Glow yeah. is based on the... Oh, actual so, wrestling so that happened in the that 80s. That character was oh, just nice. wrestling. Was in Glow, that character. Babe, the farmer's daughter, was in Glow. <laughs> Let me guess her outfit. Really short shorts. Mm. Correct. Uh, overall, tied to the short. It's a short overall. It's an overall with cut legs. I don't think like so. a Daisy Duke overall. Oh. I don't think it's an overall. With like a plaid shirt. Midriff is showing, obviously. Bo, Real stop. fluffy. Sh- Bo, stop. I'm getting a boner. I, right okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, uh, ladies <laughs> so and gentlemen, that show. is the uh, first time the word boner has been said on the show. Are you, you going to bust a Wardlow? You don't know a what that Wardlow? is. A Wardlow? That's what we call orgasms here. It's a wrestler's name is Wardlow, and it sounds like a load. It's fine. You, you, you Wardlow. get the full download on Wardlow when you come back to watch AEW. You're going to get the full load on Wardlow. <laughs> God damn it. God damn name. <laughs> Who chooses Wardlow as their name? We looked it up. It's not his real name. He chose it. <laughs> it's a bad name. It's, it's so bad. What's anyway. his one he, word? He sounds like he dresses all in white and like has like no, big. That's, like, that's Luther. He's a new character too. Oh. Luther. He's all in white and cheesy. No, Wardlow is. Uh, he's that kind of that upper crust uh, society guy. Mm. Like I got my 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 tight vest. My hair is all in a tight bun. Everything's tight. I'm tall and big. I play, uh, what's that sport? High lie. <laughs> he looks like a high lie guy. <laughs> what does that even mean? It means his parents are rich. Yes, yeah, it means he's rich as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Only the rich play high lie. Oh, really? Yeah, I think you, so, actually. It's, it's that sport. It's like it's like racquetball, except you have like a giant like hook. Hook. Yeah, hand. and I yeah. think you're on a field too, aren't you? You, I thought you were like in a cl- closed space. I might be thinking of Batman Beyond. All right, everyone, but, check out live on Wednesdays, uh, Justin and Bo's High Life podcast. Yeah. I know called, what it's fucking High Life is. It's called is. High Life with <laughs> where we get blitzed and talk about High Life. Yes, High Life minutes. is played on a field. <laughs> it feels like five hours. <laughs> it's the fastest game on earth, but I didn't know it was also for rich people. It's also the danger- <laughs> most dangerous game on earth. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. two hundred mile an hour. Uh, like croquet ball? balls yeah. getting hitting you in the thrown head. by your head yeah Ugh. well this has been a good show do you have anything you want to plug um oh my Wait, this my won't be out for a few part. weeks um and i really don't fuck okay you can follow me on instagram at digital justin uh you can follow me on twitter at pile of trash that's such a good, uh, that's so good. You and Russ's Twitter names. He's Piss Goblin. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know what? You could also follow. I have a. I hate to use this term, but it's basically it's a meme account um, that I run called Close Up Mitch. You can follow Close Up Mitch on Twitter or Instagram. On, on Twitter. Okay. He's all, actually no, scratch it. He is also on Instagram, but I do not keep up with that as much as, as I probably should. Got it. 
Um, and yeah, I don't have any podcasts I'm doing right now, so I don't have anything like that to plug. Um, Are you performing? Yeah, I'm also I'm trying to think about that because if this is coming out in a minute, uh, I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a bold leap and say, hey, you know what? Every Thursday, come out and check or come check out secret aardvark at kickstand comedy i'm assuming most of your listeners are here in the portland metro area so if come out if you come out to kickstand thursdays at uh nine o'clock you can come see me and a bunch of other of portland's best improvisers come perform improv comedy mike does that as well yeah, right. Thursday at nine, one of the best shows in town. It's my, I'm not honestly been invited my to, to perform and play yet, which is fine. I'm not bitter about it. It's fine. I'll be good. Don't worry. You'll 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 get so bitter about it at a certain point, <laughs> and then you'll get invited to play and be like, "Should I even fucking go at this point?" Like, ugh. Like I, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> now we'll just get Dylan I'm on the show. Yeah, I'm not speaking. And of- just talk about it then. There you <laughs> Make go. him feel real bad. Yeah. <laughs> So, I haven't been invited to perform. <laughs> um, I'm not mad. That's the first thing I'm I mean, saying. Dylan, yeah. I invited you to my podcast. Mad. Uh, I'm fine. Thursdays are fine. I'm yeah. just home alone. Just, they're totally open. <laughs> Completely um, open. Yeah. Wide open schedule. <laughs> I have class that night. It goes dovetails right into it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, also, if you want to keep up with one of my improv teams, uh, Urban Leopard, you can check us out on Facebook. We mm. are, I believe we are at Urban Leopard 2, because I don't know what the fuck the first one is, huh. but that's the name that we had to get. But we have a whole page. The Urban Leopard's the, the first one. Yes, I guess so. The, uh, <laughs> the, the, the famous football team, the Urban Leopards. Um <laughs> I don't. They're pop. I don't. Yeah. I don't know why we have Urban Lumber too, um, but we try our damnedest to update that with our shows and whatever we're doing. Um, and they're great fun. We played with y'all on one of our shows. You weren't at. That was a smaller one. I think it was just mm. three people at the time. Yes. Oh. Yeah. No. I heard a lot of good things about that show. I think it was fun. That was like. I hate to say it, but that might have been one of like our, one of our better shows. Oh no. <laughs> From what I've heard. Oh no. Justin. Oh um, no. <laughs> It was uh, a horny show. All the teams were very horny as well. Oh, oh the yes. horny show. Yeah, even yeah, Mom yeah, was remember. pretty horny as well. Oh, yeah. shit. I remember we were super horny. Uh, okay, well, uh, typically how we'll end the program here oh, yeah, I forgot. is uh, what we call the wrestling invocation. <laughs> okay. And uh, typically what we uh, do with the wrestling invocation is uh, Bo and I will um kind of wax poetic about what we think wrestling is to us okay off the top of our head say whatever's in our hearts and then we give our guests the opportunity to do so as well if they would like to okay so wrestling is like this bowl of chili right when you open it up from a can canned chili you don't actually make it it's just it's canned you buy it at the store but you open it you do the little the can opener and you pour it out and it's like it's almost like a tube you know it's not solid it's solid it's not like a chili it's like a tube of meat and then you warm it up in the microwave Uh right and as it warms up it starts to 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 become less can like and becomes a nice chili that you can actually eat um and when you do eat it you feel really good but you do have to pop a tums because you're in your 30s now and chili Mm -hmm. fucking wrecks you Mm -hmm. um but that's that's i think the chili though is wrestling in that it feels really good going in Mm. And sometimes when it goes out, like it hits the prostate just right where it feels really good going out. 
Yep. Arnold. What the fuck? That's wrestling, baby. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. That's understandable. <laughs> Thank you. Mike, what's wrestling? Wrestling is the disconnect between a man's best intentions. So like my wrestling story. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> the disconnect between a man's best intentions and the horrible reality of what he's actually capable of. So like my wrestling invocation with the chili. <laughs> it's the same thing. Keep going. Wrestling is that mirror spackled <laughs> with the little bits of gunk that come out of your floss mm, right. at the end of the night. And when you look at yourself in that mirror, you also see what was in your teeth. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you got it. <laughs> And those two things merge into one. You can't separate them. The mirror and the gunk. The mirror and the gunk. Like a magic, that's, like a magic eye. Not really. <laughs> but That's wrestling. I get it. Not magic eye, but yes, wrestling. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> yes. What's wrestling to you? Oh my gosh. I have to, I feel I, there's so much pressure. I have to top your guys' no. right? invocations. No. Wrestling. No, they've been going down every week. They're they, worse. They so. <laughs> wrestling. Episode two was great. Is a connection to our roots as violent primates. Wrestling is an opportunity for us as, as domesticated animals to break out of our chains yeah. and Fight another man for the custody of your child, not through time and money and effort of research and litigation, but through fists okay. and ladders. I know. Okay. That's wrestling? That's wrestling. I don't want to critique your wrestling is, but oh. <laughs> I feel like your wrestling is really honed in on the match you just watched. <laughs> Quite possible. <laughs> it really, well, the other thing is, is I feel like um, it really didn't have a lot of chili in it. So, oh, sorry. Wrestling is fighting another man while uh, having a belly full of chili. So you All maybe right. might uh, yep. fart on his <laughs> wow. face when you're falling off a ladder trying to fight for the custody oh, of your child. Good. I'm glad you got some chili in yours. <laughs> no, uh, no. I really liked your invocation because he's going for the rectum. He's rectum. He's wrecked him! There's chili everywhere! He's wrecked him! Okay, well, <laughs> I was gonna say I liked your invocation because, Jesus Christ, because it uh, pointed to kind of what we were talking about at the top of the show, but really uh, um, kind of a, a, a branch on that tree that we didn't get to, which is that something like wrestling um, not only tries to create like rules and a story that is satisfying but also um it's like oh fuck <laughs> it's just your your poor sick voice sounds so sad <laughs> you'll hear it when i give you the edit god so, damn it so exhausted with everything you're just trying so to explain. many weeks he gets sick and then he has one so episode many weeks with great. Bo. <laughs> yeah fuck it whatever all right we'll be back after the break thanks justin you're very welcome <laughs> this one starts with you just going Ingrid. Ingrid. Uh, Justin, thanks for coming on the show. That was great. Justin was Ooh. wonderful. The, the match we watched was spectacular because, again, I think I hadn't seen it. I remembered. She's shedding, right? Um, 
she's shedding, but also my hand is moist. Oh, it's because she licks her chest all the time. So if you rub her chest, it's just her saliva. Okay, I can live with that. She's got a long neck, so she can get right in there. You know, like a little chin to chin. That's good. Yeah, it's wet. You're gross. Anyway. That's better. (laughs) I remembered what I was going to fucking say. Okay. At the end of our time with Justin. Okay. And that's that wrestling also makes uh, this complicated chaos, these uh, issues of life that we so struggle with on the daily. Mm -hmm. Um, Not only does it create rules and kind of create a, a, a game that we can follow. It also simplifies ah, the issues okay. and draws the lines between good and evil. Um, a harsher black and white. Rigidly, yeah. Okay. Uh, even in modern wrestling, where we have shades of gray and characters, mm-hmm. right? There's still... Um, the way that things are worked out, and I, I, I guess through sim- simulated violence... Uh-huh right is the way that i wish that real life worked because if you see um if you see uh uh someone oh what the fuck yeah if you see a nazi <laughs> gotcha okay right like that's if you could just solve that problem by challenging that guy to a ladder match yeah and then if you won he couldn't wear that stupid hateful shit anymore yeah and make people feel like they don't deserve to be alive mm-hmm. uh that makes sense to me so it's like a battle of champions except well he's not a champion but you know what i mean it's not because capital punishment sucks i think but this is more like a pseudo capital punishment no one dies but it's a, a wrestling match it's a challenge for under specific conditions right because like okay we have war He said it. He sounded like Trump. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We got war. So we have war. You tried to just. You tried to overcalculate at that time. Okay, sorry. We have war. We have war. But the idea that there are rules in war is a misnomer. That's naive, right? There are no rules in war. We know this. Right? It's horrible. But the idea that you could potentially solve a complex issue and set. <laughs> Sorry. This is so good. I'm just thinking about the way you said war the first time. <laughs> it's cracking me up. Right, so a complex issue. Set the record straight and um, have the right side win or like um, right the wrong that you see right. happening yeah. through a very like simple, well-defined means. Even if it's like, silly right but if it's like a one-on-one fight i mean we talked about wrestling doesn't have to be hard you know and like vicky is that she's writing that wrong like when she comes out she's the writing of the wrong in that match right and that's how simple her interaction is she doesn't need to scream a lot a ton at eddie she still screams enough but she still gets her point across simply with not a lot of words said and uh yeah it's super meaningful too because she like Basically tackles him, prevents yeah. him from getting from stopping Ray. But it's from not like a violence. It's like a it's like a I'll hold you because I love you tackle. We're doing that. I'm holding you so you don't exactly. It's yeah. like you're too drunk to drive. Yeah, I'm right. not giving you your keys. You don't get the ladder. You, you can't carry drunk. it, dude. You're too drunk to climb. <laughs> you use your fingers right. You can't carry a ladder. You can't carry a ladder right now. You're you're trying to steal somebody else's kid. That's fucked up. It's fucked. You don't know where you are right now, Eddie. <laughs> You're too drunk to The ladder's not ladder. even tall enough to get up there. So that's what I really wish I would have said to Justin at the end. He'll hear it. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I think that's why one of the things that I find so... Um, 
that makes me feel good about watching wrestling or like that drew me to it was mm-hmm. how simple it could be to solve a complex issue. Right. Yeah. And it's as simple as one, two, three. Or wrong, 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 wrong. Reach up, unscrew, unscrew, unscrew. Lift, uncinch, pull down, got the briefcase. I'm your dad now. Yeah, right. If it's a ladder <laughs> match, then yeah, you're somebody's dad. I'm your dad now. God, it's so good. Anyway, I had a blast with Justin. I'm guarantee he'll be back. Uh, guarantee. I, I just the way it felt. I, honestly, the way every single guest feels, I think we'll have him back in one form or another. We're having so much fun. Right. Jesus Christ. Also, fucking murderer's row of guests. Right? We've been having to get back. The holidays up. were there. We did a lot of watching manias. We don't apologize because we love doing those. They're fun. But now we're that we're back with intention of this being either the third and three or the second and three of wonderful guests in a row. Yeah. Uh, let's keep let's keep it up and make 2020 great. So to make 2020 great, you motherfuckers, listen. Oh no, not these listen. guys again. Yeah, listen to Bo. You need to go to Twitter, search Tobe Suicida Pod, follow it. You need to go to Instagram, search Tobe Suicida Pod, follow it. Facebook, Tobe Suicida Pod, like it. Have a question. Tobe Suicida Pod at gmail.com. Send us an email. Want to join our join our join our uh, our our Patreon fan club? Yep. That's you know, search it. Patreon. Go to the patreon.search slash Tope Suicida um, pod. Pod. Yep. And it'll be are, there. We're there. We're there. And we're ready to accept your donations. And you may get a real special surprise in next year's Christmas stocking. Yeah. If you do. If you do, uh, before you get the Christmas stocking, though, definitely go. It's Test Pilot, which is the, uh, the beta testing app on iOS. Jesus Christ. To test out. Tope 2K. We're coming at you hard in 2020. Hard, intense in 2020. Yeah, that's right. We're coming hard at you and all of your friends in 2020. We're going to be like a fucking fire hose. You got to control that shit. Tope 2000, the interactive software solution for you and your loved ones. The application breaking down boundaries and borders. Tope Twalk. Mm. The... mm. It's not an it's not an app. We don't maybe it's an app. We don't know for sure if it's <laughs> anyway, it's gonna be cool. Hashtag Tope Tuesday, follow that. That's blowing up. That's getting a lot of steam. Oh yeah. Tope 2K, but it's walk. T O K T W O K. Hashtag Tope T W O K. The goal of these endings is just for us to keep rambling until they just inevitably turn off the podcast. Because the show's done, everyone. But if you're a true fan, yeah, like a writer fucking die. Tope Suicida, Twalkhead. Are you a Twalkhead? Twalkheads. Where are my Twalkheads at? And you're listening deep into this eight-minute outro. We love you for that. So please do all the stuff we said. Follow us, rate us, review us, share us with your friends. Yep. Um, and we're, we, we, there may be some episodes in the future where we're um, we're not able to kind of um, stay on the, this rigorous schedule. We may have to have some guest hosts, uh, but we'll let you guys know when the, when those are coming up. So uh, yeah, we've got a couple of friends in mind. Uh, so hopefully they can they can do it. They're fill in for us. Yeah. So it might not be as fun as us, but they're they're they know their stuff. Yeah. So. yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>